0: You're listening to episode number 289 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas, with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. We'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
2: Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The Casino. Big Volcano. Out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara.
1: The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
2: Good luck.
0: The strip is just the most amazing stretch of the road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kicking ass in Vegas.
0: Vegas, baby.
2: Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: So I kind of. How do I start this? NewspaperArchives.com now has Las Vegas Sun and RJ Archives. <laughs> and I kind of fell down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Um, it's pretty awesome, and history is vastly incorrectly reported when you get to read it in actual newspapers. But then again, I, as with any information, um, I guess it ultimately comes from the source. You know, if you've got one source telling you this and another source telling you that, uh, it's, it's difficult to, to get to the to the root of all things. But it's um, it's great timing because now that I've got this the initial POV out of the way, I started... Digging into another one, um, <laughs> just because I needed to. It's it's funny, like it, these are all interconnected. I'm working on the vintage that I have because I know the rabbit hole I'll fall into when I start another POV. But I had to get into researching a film because the the uh, so I'm working on on. Yeah, it's not like it matters. You're not going to see this for a year anyway. So <laughs> here's a real dick teaser. <laughs> I'm, work- I'm working on um, the uh, the landmark, and part of that is there's a shit ton of views of the landmark, uh, not complete in in the movie Viva Las Vegas. So I was going through grabbing some screenshots for the enhanced podcast that I- I'm editing because I want to get those those edited, like we talked about last week. And um, that's how this whole thing started. I, I-, I was I was clipping uh, or t- taking screenshots of that and um, getting those ready to, to you know, do, doing the storyboarding for the Enhanced podcast. And I was looking for, like, a certain detail, and then I stumbled onto this, and I stumbled onto that, and then onto this and that, and then found out they had the archives, and then it was like, oh... I'm going to be redoing a few vintage now that
0: <laughs> I can check some details. So that's super cool. How far it. back does the archives go for those two newspapers? Twenty-six, I think, for the art because the
1: the sun. Twenty-six did- years? No, no, no. The nineteen twenty-six 19- for the Ar- oh, Wow. J- for I think it's for the RJ is nineteen twenty-six, and the sun didn't start until the
0: fifties or the sixties. So it goes back as far as it can. And but still, I mean, which one did you say started in 1926 that it goes back the to the R-J. RJ? The RJ. So you're literally going to be able to read about, you know, the newspaper articles as Bugsy was coming into town and, all that and shit, what the yeah. Flamingo getting built looks like. That's That's,
1: that's what that I that's crazy. what I'm excited about. But here's the problem. So apparently they've had a deal with them for a while, but it, you know, it takes a long time to index those things and get them all to work because right. there are specific articles that I know for a fact exist because I've seen them. And I can't find them. Like, I, I can put the exact date in there. I know when it's going to be. And it's not in there because they haven't been able to index all that So
2: stuff. it's another rabbit hole, but it's not necessarily right. a... It's,
1: it's going to help a lot, but it's not going to be... Uh, like, like for instance, the, the, the whole rabbit hole I fell down, there is... And, and to be fair, this, this article may not exist, but I'm pretty sure it, it does exist. There's supposedly an article that the RJ did that talks about the first owner... Of the landmark, and they broke a story that he hadn't filed for his license, and he was supposedly going to be opening in a couple of months—some shit like that. And but they—they they said it. You know, it was in February of 1968. I was like, "Sweet February 1968." RJ, give me something. Nothing. I was like,
2: "What the fuck is this?"
0: <laughs> said, so, but uh, um, I got what I wanted. I, I think that is that is super cool. That that seems like a very fun rabbit hole to fall down. It's actually what started all the three AM
1: bullshit. Is me just going, I, I you know, w- I literally pull up the RJ. All right, well, let's start. What happened on this day? Search for these people. What happened? I know what happened around this time. So tell me <laughs> what you
0: reported about these people. And just reading about it, I just uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. For good reason. Mm. Well, I think we better start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. At 188 feet,
1: the stardust sign with the shower of stars around the name was the tallest in the world when it was introduced in 1968. We got that from the Neon Museum.
2: I've been there once or twice. (laughs) <laughs> Just once or twice. <laughs> it's to the point where you walk in and the receptionist goes, hey, you're back. I like that. <laughs> you, and I'm not kidding. She she does. She knows him. But, you know, I don't know if she knows your name, but as soon as you walk in, they're like, oh, hey. Yeah, and then you're always know. wearing the T-shirts that, you know, they sell in the gift shop. Which You've is got funny those because all you...
1: the time they go, oh, I love your T-shirt. Like, I got, I got it here. I
0: know. I <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know, you, you can really like go, it. You too can have right, it. It's like right behind you. <laughs> talk to us about our twit pick of the week
1: reflections with so many glass buildings on the strip there are almost limitless uh, there are almost limitless opportunities to catch a glimpse of a distorted reality a manifestation of euphoria captured by at evil sam Graham and shared so all can finally recall those moments and Mem- well, I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> so I've got I got this nagging cough and I'm trying to keep it at bay with a cough drop without sounding like I have a cough drop in like that, mouth. So I, I, I'm holding stuck it in and cheek. I'll talk and, and it'll it'll force me to say something differently <laughs> or it'll slip and then I try to catch it and say something differently. <laughs> right, uh, and shared so all can finally recall these moments when you realize the countdown to passing out has begun and the journey to your room needs to begin immediately. A dreamlike state in which details will need to be told to you by friends who better pace themselves. An adventure... Always worth the price of admission, no matter how much it hurts the next day.
0: I think what floored me the most was I couldn't for the life of me figure out why I was looking at the aria in front of me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you not read the caption before you saw the picture?
0: I I saw, no, honestly, because a lot of times I like to just look at the picture and see what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And... I see on the one hand uh, Planet Hollywood and uh, Paris and Bally's and then I also see Arya and I thought to myself well wait a minute Arya shouldn't be right here and the (laughs) fact is that it was going across then I thought well how is it how is it curving like that so it's literally right in front of me where the strip should be it was it was breathtaking that was a great (laughs) picture
2: yeah I enjoyed it clearly clearly
0: As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's get into the news. super exciting. 18 <laughs> Fremont is now Circa.
1: It's a sweet ass name that plays into the fact that everything in Vegas has to be dated to give it proper context. Like Circa will be the newest hotel casino built from the ground up, Circa 2020, or until the next thing is built because things change that fast in Las Vegas. It's a gorgeous building with a badass pool, expected to cost 1 billion to complete and appears to have lots of glorious lighting and signage with the longest outdoor bar on Fremont Street. The epic pool area will double as an amphitheater or something because it has a giant fucking TV. Yes, it does. Oh, and it can accommodate 4,000 people. Oh, oh, and speaking of giant TVs, the biggest screen in sportsbook history will be featured at Circa and can best be described as holy fucking shit previously considered to be a concept that doesn't work apparently and not surprising the stevens group seemed to have made it work because plans are for circa to have gaming on two floors just like the d nice and if you didn't already love them part of the rendering shared were for their parking garage which they are calling the garage mahal (laughs) (laughs) lastly while promised to return to fremont street the Stevens group manzied themselves by announcing plans to refurbish Vegas Vicky and feature her in the lobby of the fucking hotel. I love you, Stevens group. <laughs> the, these plans couldn't have gone more right. And I think it's fair to proclaim Derek Stevens the new Steve Wynn, but, but better. Because after Steve built the Bellagio, he became a billionaire cunt and completely lost interest in anything that wasn't a high roller.
2: You're not worried about him suing you anymore? <laughs> By those oh, partners. he's got way more to deal with than
1: me. <laughs> and, and if anything, he's probably like, no, that's about right. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with that. Seems fair. Yeah. <laughs> Derek Stevens and his team have mastered the art of catering to everyone. So, bravo, sir. If you aren't already a billionaire, I hope you become one soon because you deserve it.
2: So, I, I will just say my initial response when I heard the name was, Aw. Because I, honestly, they've been hinting around, like, Landmark, and yeah. I was kind of excited about the potential of, like, the name Landmark coming back to Vegas, so my gut reaction was like, oh, that's not what I wanted, but, <laughs> you know, and the renderings have been out for a while, just haven't seen him, like, in these details, but it, it's it's phenomenal what he's doing. That pole deck area is ridiculous. Yeah. The- Thing. The the whole design on the inside the sports book screen to your point is holy fucking shit like it, it's just what he's doing it, it, it genius
1: yeah the thing that has me the most excited about this is we've already been talking about how downtown is treating people better with better gambling limits it's got better things to offer it's getting better dining options especially with all the stuff going on in fremont east this is the kind of resort that can have you go. No, 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 we're just gonna stay downtown this trip. Yeah, I, I could see I mean, that. It's
2: really that well, and especially possibly with, good. There's so much happening too on Fremont Street and downtown and Fremont East that now, and it's it's so walkable. Versus when you're down on the Strip, you know you've got some really great restaurants you can get to, but it's like, okay, that's either a hike or I've got to hop on the monorail right. or catch an Uber or something like that. Everything downtown is walkable. Yeah. Everything, and they're really upgrading a lot of the food choices. I, I don't think the entertainment stuff is necessarily no. down there, okay. but I, yeah, I, it's just what they're doing. And I think when you look at what Derek and the Stevens Group are doing, they're they're leading the way. So yeah, sorry Tony, we're gushing over here. I don't know no. if you have another opinion?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I I'm looking forward to this as well. I I will try to come at it from a different angle, which is. I'm excited about the opportunity now that, in a very real sense, you've got Derek Stevens who's setting up what I would consider a, a vertical uh, hierarchy of casino joints for every every gambler. Right. And I dig the fact that you've got your your what I would call your basic hotel casino, which is the Golden Gate. You've got your mid tier hotel casino, which is the D, and now you're going to have what I. Presume is going to be a higher end. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a, a Bellagio or, or Caesars or Aria type be posh. Cost. Exactly. It's, it's going to be posh like that, exactly, but I don't think it's necessarily going to have the same sort of table limits or required gameplay, let's say. Right. So I think that that's, I think it's super cool that you're going to be able to have these three different options. They're all going to be under the same player's card, which yeah. I dig a lot. Yep. Yep. And I look forward to it. I agree with you, Mark. I think there is, there could very easily be. A time where we just go yeah let's just do the entire trip down really? downtown because we can s- gamble within these three casinos think about it why so many people are either very much pro mgm or pro caesars because they can play at one place and they can stay comp than all the other all casinos the other. that yeah, are on the yeah, strip yep yeah. you've built the same thing derek doing it uh downtown and i i couldn't be more excited for this so yeah i think mean, this is going to be super cool yeah Something else that's kind of super cool to watch (laughs) Resorts World. They respond to the win lawsuit. Yeah, now, fair
1: warning Rick Violetta, or Valletta, whatever, doesn't matter, because he wrote the article, so take any dates or items resembling facts with a grain of salt. But Resorts World claims that Scott keeps telling me he's like, "Yo, take it easy." I'm like, "No, no, no, no! It's his fucking job, and I'm better at it just because I I prefer to it's actually just, be factual." It,
2: it's just—it's so you to call him out on this. I love article this city. I fucking I love know. it, and it pisses me <laughs> off.
1: Like you have—you you're terrible. You're terrible at your fucking job. Your goddamn dates, all right? <sighs> Anyways, Resorts World claims that rant number one. While their building may look like winning on Cornell it won't once it's done. To support that claim, they shared new renderings this week that look nothing like any renderings they've ever shared before. (laughs) Also, to support the suspicion that Resorts World is outright lying, At Vital Vegas shared a picture showing the cream bands on the building being recolored to red, something when Lawyers pointed out the new renderings were created in 2019 after the lawsuit was filed against them. (laughs) And the renderings look significantly different from what the buildings look like currently. Specifically, the westernmost tower. In the new renderings, it's supposed to have a graded exterior with a sunburst color pattern. But currently, the glass that it has installed looks just like the Easton Tower and just like wind Resorts, a fact that Wind lawyers point to why they will continue to pursue litigation. And then... In some insane attempt at guilting their way out of this, project manager William Richardson claims, quote, if the injunction is granted and glass installation is stopped for months or longer, I anticipate that approximately one-third of those on-site workers, 500 employees, would be immediately dismissed, which sounds like a plea to allow illegal activity so people can have jobs, but may, in fact, just be a request to not stop the project but to rule on the required changes promptly.
2: So this whole thing is just hilarious. Resorts World basically got caught doing what everybody knew they were trying to do, and now they're trying to back out of it. The one thing that I, I question a little bit, so the rendering on the Western Tower that shows, like, the starburst pattern, I don't know if that's a pattern in the glass or it's if that is, like, the sun reflecting off of it or something. I question. No, it was supposed to be the, the And matter. it called out, like, in. Pattern, in yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, then, yeah, that's just silly. Because it, it doesn't look like that now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, no, no, no. It, it will look different. What well, are you Like, what are you going to do to it? Like, you've already put the panels in. You're just, oh, no, no, no. We, we just put them in temporarily. Yeah, We're going to swap no, the, them out. Those are the
1: first panels, and then we got to do the effect on the other ones. Like, what the fuck are you doing?
2: Because <laughs> it's so much easier to put that effect up when it's already up on the building than to do it exactly. on the ground before you, you install it. you got guys
1: dangling with paintbrushes. <laughs>
0: So, so, <clears throat> paint a picture here, guys. How much of this is currently built right now today? Oh, I'd say, what, an eighth, maybe? But enough? Uh, an eighth long. Well, but
2: from long. the outside? It's, it's an so, eighth long.
1: Maybe, maybe, Maybe a quarter, but I swear it's only an eighth.
2: I think the Eastern Tower has more of the glass up. I'll be honest. It's been a while since we've been down there. So, I haven't seen it recently. But the last I remember, like, the East Tower has almost half of the glass up. And it's got the gold bands, and so it doesn't, you know... It, it, Cream bands. Whatever. It's pretty obvious. I mean, it looks like it's it's wind. So this isn't... Okay. You know, the okay. Western Tower, I don't remember there being as much glass up on that one, but I'm sure since, like I said, it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen it, so I'm sure they've made progress since then. But, yeah, it's... It, 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 no, it, it going up and you're looking at it going, that looks like wind. I don't know okay. what they're going to do to change it, but it looks like wind.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that was kind of my question, too, is if it, if one were to stand there right now and look at it, would one think to themselves, oh, hey, that's interesting that Wynn's building another hotel yes. on oh, yeah. across the street yes. from it? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it, it, there's there's no. There's a reason why we it. were all taking pictures of it and sharing it on
1: social media, like, man, this looks really familiar. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> it does, and it is.
1: <laughs> they even mentioned in the article the idea of Wynn West. Exactly what I fucking said. I was like, oh shit, I called it. They talked about how, like, the lawyers were like, this could easily be mistaken for Win West.
2: Yeah, it could. Huh. All right.
1: Next up, Italy opened. So, what the fuck is Italy?
2: I know, I know, I know.
1: <laughs> Just it's, your turn's coming. Okay, Hold on. Okay. According to Eater <laughs> Vegas, it's a 40,000 square foot space with six takeaway counters, a cafe, three bars an educational chef's table, two restaurants, and retail. The idea is basically a marketplace in a small Italian village. I don't think those were words. Italian village was the end of it. (laughs) It has a butcher station, a pizzeria, seafood small plates, pasta making, cheese cart. I think you get the drift. Despite being advertised as the first 24-7 Italy, there is not a single option open past 11 p.m. on Park MGM's website. Our girl in the culinary field uh, has experienced um, Eataly <laughs> firsthand. So, Karen, why don't you tell people what Eatly is?
2: So, I, I just, I haven't eaten there. I had a chance to walk through it because I don't know if anyone's watching on social media, Coming but soon, Alistair and probably. I went to um, Best Friend for dinner. So, I had some time to kill before then and was walking through. I cannot wait to go spend some more time down there. So, it's literally like, and actually Alistair had a good explanation for it. It's like at some of the higher-end department stores in, you know, England and Europe that have these food halls in them that are these, you know, high-end, exquisite, like, grab-and-go plate sort of thing. It's, it looks like that. It's a high-end food hall. But then it has the grocery shopping area to the side of it. So you basically pick a counter. So there's a, a fishmonger there. There's a meat place where you can pick the meat right out of the fishmonger. Oh, Yeah, it, it, they have fresh fish like right there. It, it, it's it's a, just it's it, what it's it sounds called. like a slander.
1: Is what it sounds no, like. They
2: have all the fish. Give me all the fish. They have a um, a meat counter with like steaks and you know, boar sausage and that kind of stuff that you can either have them cook it for you. Or if you're a lucky local, you could buy it there and take it home and cook it yourself.
1: That's the thing that we thought was weird when we really started looking at this is there is a large element of this where you're like, what what would you do if you were staying here? Like, this is clearly catered to dragging locals to it because, like, locals get a 20% discount on fucking everything everything. in the place.
2: Including including at the bars. If you go to sit down at the bar, if I'm a local, I get 20% off. But
1: restaurants, these fucking, you know cheese and meat place, food, like all so this all,
2: Yeah, so all the, the, there's all the different stands. Like I classes. said, there's a fishmonger, there's a, a, a fishmonger. steak, meat place, there's, but then there's also like the dry charcuterie, and there's a cheese, there's a fresh mozzarella, there's a fresh pasta, and all of these you go up to and you order and you get this little buzzer, and then there's just tables kind of all over the place, and your buzzer goes, you pick up your food, and there you go, you're ready to eat. And a lot of them have small plates, so you can just grab like little bites of something. It, it was really cool. I, I, I get it now. I didn't before because I'm like, this seems crazy. As a local, oh, my God, I love it. Yeah. I, I, there's so much and, stuff and they, there. And they've
1: said, apparently, a lot of locals love it.
2: Yeah. So the the, the the funny thing was we had a drink there, and I was like, well, I know I get 20% off like, in the store, but I'm just sitting at a bar. Like, Do I still get 20% off? So I asked the bartender, and, and he goes, yes, ma'am, you do. And he said, I will tell you what. He said 30% of my customers are, have been locals since they oh, that's opened. that's great. Yeah. So it's – uh and it's really – like. Bright and open and airy, the exterior the inside, that looks like a Bass Pro yeah, Shop the, was, really lets the light in. I was just going nice. to say that
1: the the outside I still say it looks like a Bass Pro Shop, but the inside looks better.
2: It, it's it's really cool, and I'm excited to actually get in there and you know try some of the food because we didn't get a chance to do that.
1: Nobody's before. happier to say that they're wrong than I am when <laughs> I say something negative about Vegas, and it sounds like. Italy's gonna crush it so that's fucking awesome
2: yeah I'm excited about it I do have to tell one funny story so in the back section of the grocery store they have a, a wine shop with all kinds of bottles of wine and liquor and all of this and there was a security guard standing there and I thought well that's a little odd you don't know because they've got you know liquor in, in you know all the Walgreens and CVSs and everything else and you don't see a security guard there but yeah then I realized when I looked at one of the bottles of wine that was priced at380 dollars. <laughs> sitting out on the counter and I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, now, now I know why they have a security <laughs> card." So, yeah, it's it's really, I'm impressed with what they did. And it's very different vibe in Italy than it is in the casino. Hmm. It's it's completely different. Like they've got their own music going, they've got their own it, it's yeah, it, it's good for them. Yeah.
0: That's great. The MGM Grand Strip has some renovations planned.
1: Finally, After being forced to change the Strip entrance on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana from a giant lion Asians thought was bad luck to enter into something that confused pedestrians and discouraged foot traffic, MGM is looking to fix all that. They are discussing redeveloping the entire frontage, building out to the Strip, a move the company has already tried with New York, New York, that one can assume with this news has been a success for the property. They also have plans to take the West Wing, formerly known as the Marina Hotel, and quote, blow it out to the Strip and open it up like some other properties have done, AKA Cosmopolitan, with plans to add retail and restaurants. Plans for the dome area near Hakkasan are less clear, except to say that they will be redone. Talks of renovations to the Tropicana entrance are also being discussed. Here's what's most exciting about this. MGM Grand is reporting 90% occupancy, although that can largely be credited wow. to Hakkasan, and it's the second largest earner in the company's portfolio. So that means Wait, the wait, ra- wait.
0: MGM Grand is the second largest earner in the company's portfolio?
1: You know what's funny? I almost made a second joke because I'll give you one guess who wrote this.
2: <laughs> Not
0: oh, that reporter that's awesome. Day. Okay, yeah. I can guess. I think I know yeah. Mr. Velveeta.
1: <laughs> um, actually, no, it might be the other guy. To Todd Prince TV or whatever I, I don't know how much both of them were, were attached on to the grand lie the grand lie Ooh, I like that I just came up with that at this moment <laughs> the grand lie I like that <laughs> anyway but but you get the point like both of them cannot be trusted for accurate facts and as soon as I read that I was like that sounds like that might be bullshit but whatever especially when you consider you got Bellagio and Ario in your fucking portfolio and you're like no MGM Grand's rocking it with two like
2: the only the only difference is MGM Grand is larger.
1: It's got hawkers signs. And- you pack that fucking place because yeah. people are like I'm going to get blackout drunk. I have to stay here. There's no way I'll get back. To and the room.
2: they also still do fights and stuff there, right. which draws in high crowds oh. when that happens. So yep. it's not out of the realm of possibility. I understand wanting to take it with a grain of salt based on the source, but right,
1: right. So that means the renovations are just to reinvest in the property. And improve things people have wanted improved since the initial renovation to the corner. Now the project isn't expected to begin in 2019, but Sabella said that they will incorporate lessons learned at Park MGM into their plans. Even more exciting news!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure there's still an entrance on the strip. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they don't really have one right now, you know, if you think about str- it. So, yeah, th- theirs has always been the weirdest forced entrance. Like, oh, we got to cross the street? No, you have to go to MGM Grand. Like, what?
2: Well, you have to go up. Yeah, I mean, you, you you've got a The only way you can enter is from the, yeah. the, the elevated level.
1: I, I'm I'm super glad they're doing. I love the idea that they're gonna blow out the the West Wing and make it Cosmopolitan-esque. Just push it right up to the to the strip yeah. and have some cool shit in there. Something to actually draw you into place, not force you into it. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited about it. it. Sounds like the the line's gonna stay on the corner. They're just gonna fix. The Las Vegas Boulevard side and the Tropicana side, but either way, I thought that was pretty exciting information.
0: That is cool because I I couldn't agree with you more. My the most frustrating thing about that corner and MGM in particular is how the hell you try to get in there.
1: I agree. I hate going into that place because you can't find anything, and you can't find your way out. Like it's it's just it's a nightmare. So I'm hoping you know they get clear sight lines. It'll be a more enjoyable. Place. You know,
2: it's funny because
1: are you figuring it out?
2: No. MGM almost... I've always said that Caesars is like my least favorite property to get into, just because it's a huge fucking maze. MGM's a second. I, well, yeah, and then more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I've gone into Caesars more often. Granted, it's in a you know, more centralized location, but right. there are more reasons for me to go into Caesars that I will battle through. The only reason that I ever go into MGM is to go eat. Yeah. So it's probably right there with my... And even then trying to find a restaurant, it's like, is it on Restaurant Row or is it in this back? I, in which hallway do you go? It's, it's just a... I think like what they really
1: need to do is they need to build zones. They need to make it more compartmentalized instead of this massive, giant place you just get lost in. Like you, yeah. And the thing is, is when they initially opened it, it was four casinos or four themed zones. And then they just de-did all that. And then you're like, all, that. all right, figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. You got you guys you guys just go. No no no. It you, yeah. you'll you'll figure it out. And it's uh, yeah, I get lost in it every single time. Even the simplest thing, like, all right, just follow all the signs, follow all the signs. Never get to where no, I'm going. You can you never. never get to it. It's impossible. Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: All right, so something called Demon with Bowl <laughs> is coming to Palms. More art from the
1: world of what the fuck is currently being installed at Palms, courtesy of artist Damien Hurst. Shocking his name is Damien. <laughs> Damien is the man behind the shark cut into three pieces and displayed in formaldehyde centerpiece at the unknown casino bar at the Palms. His new addition is his 2017 sculpture titled Demon with Bowl, a 60 foot tall bronze headless man covered in coral, kind of like Davy Jones crew in the Pirates of Caribbean, rocking out with his big veiny cock out, (laughs) formerly displayed in Venus. V- Venice. Venice. Venus. <laughs> I
2: know. That's
1: awesome. Plans are to install this work as the centerpiece of the property's new pool area. No words, when installation is expected to be complete, it's already begun. Here's here's what I don't need from you, Palms. I already question why I can't look away when the opportunity to look at a cock happens. I don't need this put on display in public when I'm trying to hang out by the pool. I don't need that. I don't need that judgment. <laughs>
2: So, so Tony, Tony guess what? Guess what? I told Mark about this article. Yeah, too. Jesus.
1: Cuz Karen was like, "Look at that giant beanie cock."
2: No, jeez, I did. Bryce. I honestly what caught my attention with it was it was the same artist that did the shark cut into three pieces. Yeah, the beanie I was cock like,
1: got mine. Oh jeez,
2: what's going on with this? I was like, this? I'm and looking then, at it going, "And it's a giant, and It's not just a giant cock, well, it's a giant beanie cock." You have to remember the, the article that I saw cuz it was in like the RJ or something. Didn't have that part of the statue. It was, like, from the waist up, so I didn't even see that. But then once you pointed it out, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's
1: massive. It's It's a 60-foot-tall statue. (laughs) And he's got a huge cock, so it's probably like a 6-foot cock or something (laughs) like
0: that, man. (laughs) Next up, the Downtown Grand has some expansion beginning.
1: Instruction on the new hotel tower announced about six months ago officially began on Monday. Once complete, expected to be in mid-2020, 2020 It will offer 405 standard rooms, 67 studio units, 21 bedroom suites, three presidential suites, and bring the property's overall inventory to 1,124. Does that number seem really low when you consider those two tall-ass towers they already have?
2: Uh, no, because the, the towers aren't that big. I mean, the hotels downtown maybe, are not like maybe, the hotels and on the strip. Maybe that's what it
1: is. Is that I look at downtown, I'm like, those look really tall. But if you if you sat them like right next to you know one of the strip ones, we're like, oh, that's well, look how cute that is. You got
2: to remember. So remember when we were sitting down with George and Patrick, and I think Patrick made the comment about, you know, we're only three thousand rooms, and George started laughing, and he was like, Vegas is the only place that you can say a property yeah, right. only has three thousand rooms, <laughs> and it is. If you look at Monte Carlo compared to everything else, excuse me, Park MGM. Compared to, I still call it that all the time, but compared to the other properties, Park MGM is a tiny hotel. Mm-hmm. So if you think about downtown Grand, it, it's in the whole aspect of the, the rooms and the number of hotels and the heights of the building and stuff downtown. It, it doesn't surprise me. that I mean, that doesn't seem like a, a low number to me for downtown.
1: Yeah. The news comes just days before the Stevens Group announced the name of their new project on the 18 Fremont Street site, which we formerly talked about being named Circa. Previously. Previously, whatever. Was that formerly?
2: No. Previously. We've already talked about it.
1: Formerly before this. (laughs) (laughs) Over 1,000 new rooms coming online in the next two years and still no word when Binions will reopen their hotel. No,
2: that's crazy.
1: The new tower will be located where the Porcashore currently resides.
2: Oh. Makes sense. I was trying to figure out where they were going to put it. Where are they going to put the Porcashore?
1: There's gonna be one. I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll be incorporated like you drive in here, but that'll take a while to the, the, the yeah. You know. Up above it. Interesting. I,
0: listen, I'm I'm elated. If we're so I'm doing a, a, a real rough guess here, but it looks like they're at, putting about another five hundred rooms for downtown grand. And we know that seven hundred and seventy-seven rooms are gonna be added thanks to circa. Mm-hmm. So right there you've got an additional almost not quite, but almost thirteen hundred more rooms. Yep in downtown yeah in downtown i love that because i am a big believer that beds need bodies yep. and the best way to get a good gamble and comped rooms and easy access to food and drink beverage or food and beverage credit is having a surplus of rooms and you you incentivize people to come and stay with you this is i think a wonderful Year and a half, two year uh, site out for us, the gambler, personally. I think that.
2: Yep. I think the one thing that surprised me was I feel like everything that I've heard about downtown Grand is how well it's not doing. And the
1: casino's been having trouble. It seems like everything else is doing okay and they're figuring it out just slowly.
2: Yeah, I guess it's, it's just everything that I keep hearing is that it wasn't doing well. And for them to announce like they're adding all these rooms, like they really must be. Just selling the hell out of that as a hotel. It's kind of a classic. Because the casino is so tiny.
1: It's kind of a classic Vegas move. Whenever a property was doing bad, they're like, "We got to, we got to build a new hotel tower. We're gonna, we're gonna." That's what, what I've they noticed need to figure out, out what the
2: hell to do is with the commissary across the street that they closed. I know, it's such a bummer. And the mob bar that closed. Oh,
1: that, is, and the, that to me is the most l- embarrassing thing that they did. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: right. Absolutely.
2: I
1: mean, Especially right across the street. From how, do you, how do you take Museum. something that was a success down the street, put it right across the street, close the goddamn street entrance so you force traffic, and have it fail within six months? That's a huge embarrassment. And then the fuckers open a speakeasy in there, and they're a huge
0: success. Yeah, they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Next up the iHeartRadio Fremont Street Experience.
1: It was announced this week that iHeart Media Las Vegas is moving their regional office to downtown Las Vegas, specifically in the same building the Fremont Street Experience is headquartered, or possibly better known as the same building as the Fremont Street Experience parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> They've signed a 15-year lease to operate within a four-station cluster that will open in August of 2019. Part of this new partnership will include co-promotions of the current downtown concerts and events, as well as the opportunity to co produce and create new ones. The featured stations will be Sunny 106.54, featuring Adult Contemporary, 93.1 The Mountain, featuring Adult Hit Mountain. Where do they come up with these names? <laughs>
2: well, they're in, in Las Vegas, surrounded by mountains. So Yes.
1: Call this one 95.5 The Bull, featuring country music, and Real 103.9, featuring Urban Contemporary.
0: God, I'm so tired of. Fake urban contemporary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think this is cool. I don't know if they're going to do anything like they do at Graceland, where they have the uh, the XM Sirius station. That's oh, the right Elvis there. station that You can the see them interviewing people and stuff. That'd be really cool if they do that. If, if they build that out, so it, you can see them in their studio in the booth shit.
2: from yeah from Fremont. That is an interesting idea. Yeah. I mean, granted, if they ever want to do, like, a man-on-the-street interview, they got a shitload of people to pick from. That's what I mean.
1: That's what I mean. Like, you could do all sorts of things, like, right there and pull people in. Like, oh, and the first person that comes up to the booth, you know, we'll give you tickets to this or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I, I think it could be really cool.
2: I just like that there's, again, more stuff coming to Fremont, downtown.
1: Yeah, I have Fremont East. Like, yeah. they just keep doing more cool things. Right.
0: All right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, PropBets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, renovations continue at SLS while it converts into Grand Sahara Resort, or so we predict. The most notable is the casino ceiling. It now has one, and it's actually pretty cool looking. No longer taking inspiration from the Best Buy ecstatic former owner aesthetic. Sam Nazarian. Aesthetic, God aesthetic. Damn it. <laughs> oh. That's not my fault. I swear I had it better. Like this word
1: online, I think their their spell check is intentionally more dickish. Like, well, aesthetic oh, I, I, is a word. No, I know. I but had I had something closer to ecstatic, and it was like aesthetic. I think you mean es- er, er, ecstatic, and I'm like,
2: what?
0: <laughs> also. Vital Vegas is reporting that Cleo and Katsuya, Katsuya, yeah, we'll go with that one. True. Sure. Yeah. Will most likely close at the property this summer to make way for a food hall. Oh, it's Ooh. a food
1: hall like, um, like they got like Harrah's, like that. I, I, I like those options, especially if you're going for a discount place. And I mean, let's be honest, that's what Grand Sahara's got to be. It's got to be a place that. You know, it's it's almost got to be downtown-esque. Like you got to, you just got to offer great deals. You give me a reason to go. I
2: kind of hope they do something a little more like Italy, personally. But <laughs> well, yeah,
1: well, I mean, it's to your point. I mean, it seems like they're definitely going to keep uh, bizarre meat. So they they definitely understand <laughs> the you, point Jesus. of like having like destination yeah. food things that that will well, draw and, people. You know,
2: and Cleo is you know inspired by or the model or whatever is the model. Azarian's yeah. you know girlfriend, wife, whatever the hell she is. Um, and I. I haven't been in there yet. I, I've been there for a drink, but I haven't eaten there, so obviously I've got to put that on my, my to do list. Uh, a couple of friends have spoken really highly about it, and I just haven't made it down there. Mediterranean.
1: Um, it, it
2: is. Yeah. Uh, but Katsuya's the other one I kind of want to go, okay, well, you should try it before yeah. something new comes in. But yeah. Travel Zork is reporting that Wayne Newton is moving his up close and personal show from Bally's to Cleopatra's Barge on January 28th. In his career, Wayne Newton has performed more than 30,000 shows on the Vegas Strip alone. Also, Legends in Concert has relocated to Tropicana, and locals get 20% off at Eataly. Why, why did you put that in there?
1: Because they were off from Sork uh, article. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, I just, there's a tying connection.
2: I don't want to be any closer to Wayne Newton. It's He's scary. You know what? I kind of <laughs> want to see him now, because
1: I thought his voice was trashed, and he was just, like, talking now, but from my understanding, I mean, from my understanding, this is partly talking, but, like, it feels like one of those things, like, am I not, why am I, I have to see Wayne Newton.
2: I guess we have to. Yeah. I'm not really excited about it.
1: He's gonna do the finger snap thing. Look at
2: his energy. <laughs> Sitting on a stool. There's there's gonna be a guy behind him with, the, like, he's gonna be, like, one of those marionettes, right? The guy's, like, snapping his fingers for him.
0: <laughs> snap my fingers, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: Diablo's Cantina
1: has officially taken over the space formerly home to Tacos and Tequila at Luxor. However, be careful because if you don't look close, you might think it's still Tacos and Tequila because all they did was take over the space and add some new Diablo wall art.
2: I'm I'm kind of disappointed by that. I am too. Uh, Diablo's was fine, but I like Tacos and Tequila better. I thought Tacos and Tequila
0: de- tasted better. That's I agree with you. Yeah. Flava Flav is no longer connected to Vinny's Pizza in
2: Henderson.
0: This marks the fourth attempt to bring his chicken brand to the market without success.
2: Stop it. Just stop. (laughs) Nobody wants to eat at a restaurant that has your name on it. Have you looked in the mirror? If you're any way associated with food, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. (laughs) Pinkberry at the Crystal's City Center, next to Bobby's Burgers, and technically at the base of the Waldorf Astoria has now closed. The frozen yogurt chain had plans to open six locations across the city when they arrived in 2012. Two were actually open, but as of this news, all are closed. Did we check? Is that one by us closed?
1: I don't think we did check. We
2: forgot. We yeah, saw the signage
1: was still up there, but...
2: Yeah, there's a, a pink berry. Um, well, right that, around the yeah, corner I mean, from that, our house. That was
1: one of the ones. It was at the Boca Raton or Boca something.
2: Boca Raton Shopping yeah, Park whatever. Plaza yeah. something. Well, yeah. the Total
1: Wine Places, Tony. Oh, sure. Okay. All right. There's one right by there. that We saw the signage still up, but that doesn't mean...
2: We forgot about it. When we were going into Total Wine, we said, hey, make sure let's drive by this to see if it's open. (laughs) By the time we we got out of Total Wine, we are like, (laughs) Woo Look at all the stuff we have.
1: (laughs) Wolfgang Puck's Cut Steakhouse at Palazzo has reopened after a $3 million renovation that doubled their footprint.
2: I need to put that back on my need to go back to list because I haven't been there in a while and it's really good.
1: I think that's a good... It's, although it's expensive as fuck. Oh, I it think is. I think that would be a really good example. If anybody wants to understand what the real difference is in these crazy high-end steak things, this is where... Save your money up yeah. and go do this because they've got a thing where they do three They have a sampler. And it's it's legit. You can legitimately taste it's a like significant two, it's difference. Two,
2: I think it's two ounces each of... American US grade A prime whatever mm. uh, oh what's the second one it's another like American, American, but wagyu it's wagyu um, or something like no, that no it's
1: or i don't know
2: no 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 it's um um like same. black angus you know high end and then the last one is like a, a a5 wagyu yeah it's a legit and an a5. To, to be able to eat them in progression you completely understand oh this is why you pay $25 an ounce for the wagyu cuz yeah. it's it yeah But no, we need to go back there. Yeah, save your money.
0: Travel Vegas is reporting that Cosmopolitan, the property that initially kicked off the complimentary Wi-Fi policy for non-guests in Vegas before revoking it, said access is now being offered again. In addition, guests at the property are no longer charged for parking, self, or valet. It will be a part of that $39 per night resort fee.
2: The 90s Vegas show featuring Salt and Peppa has closed at Paris. This is the fourth residency to close at the property in the last year. That's a little concerning.
0: That's too bad, yeah.
2: But I don't know, but it's Paris. Like, I don't, I never think, other than the Crepe Place, (laughs) I never think of any other (laughs) reason to go to Paris. (laughs) Eater Vegas is
1: reporting that Palms plans to open a new bar with live piano music and small plates on the third floor of the Fantasy Tower. It will be called Mr. Coco and is expected to open in early 2019. I assume it's something like
2: Mr. Chow's. I don't know, but add that to the list too. Small plates, right up my alley.
0: Formerly named Bugsy's Cabaret, while it was home to the ex-burlesque production, it was announced this week that its new name will be Piff the Magic Dragon Theater. Pause Mm. for annoyed silence.
2: Mm -mm. But I, I don't know anything about the guy except except for the, he's apparently a magician that dresses up like a dragon. That's that's more. I don't I don't enough, I don't like I don't know. No.
1: Like, like uh, to me, I I go if I looked in the mirror, would I want to kill myself? <laughs> and I, I think if I were wearing that fucking outfit, like on this is my life, this is my career. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Yeah, I know. Quit playing on your fucking phone.
2: I am interacting with the listeners.
1: Which we've yelled at Tony for doing!
2: So? If he gets to do it, Uh, why can't I do it? He's not. He's not allowed to.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is bad. (laughs)
2: It's (laughs) It's being reported that Tenors of Rock will close at Harrah's and be replaced by Heartbreak Hotel, the Elvis musical described as a prequel to the Million Dollar Quartet. Since Broadway-style shows have fallen out of favor in Vegas, this move would seem to indicate Million Dollar Quartet, which was previously in residency at Harrah's, was a big hit for them. Or the tenors of rock just suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But we did see Million Dollar Quartet, and that was enjoyable. Was, I heard it, great things about the show.
2: It was fun, because you, you've you got four artists. I mean, there, there was one that I didn't know.
1: The thing about this but, is it's like... Well, wait a minute. Are we just going to watch an Elvis impersonator? Yeah, that's <laughs> No, no, no. It's a Broadway show. But, but it is it really seems like it's... Re- yeah, yeah, it is.
2: Oh, it is really? Oh, yeah. No. So Cirque couldn't do a decent Elvis show, but they so, did one on Broadway that was good? Well,
1: it just said it's the prequel. Sometimes I think you just read the words no. and you don't comprehend what it says. It says it's the prequel to Million does, Dollar Quartet. It Million doesn't Dollar say... Broadway play.
2: It says it's a Broadway-style show. Million Dollar Quartet was Broadway. The Elvis musical okay, isn't so, necessarily...
1: It's... A, I'm, I'm not going to say prequel. I'm not going to go through it again. I'm not going to do it. The it's,
2: its a prequel to the Million Dollar Quartet. I get it. The Million Dollar Quartet was on Broadway. Elvis the musical—I don't think was actually on Broadway. It, it might be a Broadway-style show, but it might not oh, have been I on Broadway.
1: See what you're saying? I don't. I still don't like that. I, I feel like you're—you're you're finding an angle that you can argue that you've you just—you mean
2: you mean interpreting the words that you wrote for us to read. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my angle. I don't like it. The translution yeah. No way! <laughs> the, tra-
1: <laughs> the transient population downtown was slightly thinned out this week when one of the crazier variations attempted to make a move for a Regional Transportation Commission security guard's firearm. The guard who is fully cooperating with the police investigation, retaliated one gunshot to the victim's chest. Investigation? Investigation. <laughs> it's how, it's how, it's, I'm surprised you didn't know that. That's how it's pronounced. <laughs> that's what Alice says. <laughs> that's the Queen's English.
2: <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. <laughs> can't wait to fact check that it's,
1: one. It's probably more the Australian version. <laughs> that, that
2: could very well be, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Or the Cockney. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. looks like this week's river is a 360 fhe it's our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of las vegas and share that experience with you this week it looks like you went out and uh, you explored a couple of different areas tell us about uh, yard house at link so we've talked about
1: how alistair really turned us on to this concept of happy hours in vegas It gives you the opportunity to check out and sample some really fucking good food at a ridiculous price so the first one we're going to talk about is Yardhouse at Link. Now, we've been there before, but not, not for the happy hour. The happy hour is Monday through Friday from 3 to 3... From 3, from 3 to 3... 3 to 3? 3 to 3. 3
0: to 3 you got to get in there real quick. Right.
1: <laughs> You're like, what's 3? too late. It's over. <laughs> from 3 to 6 p.m., it's half off select appetizers and pizzas, $2 off beer, wine, spirits, and cocktails. We had... <laughs> a shit ton of
2: food. <laughs> yeah, too much. We had, ch- well, but this is. So here's th- the funny thing. I gave you one thing that I wanted, and I came back to the table because I, I left well, the phone in the car. got the one thing. So I know. We got put- <laughs> but I came back to the table, and literally there's like seven different platters it's a of food hour, on the thing. And we live in Las Vegas, so leftovers come home. They did. That's true. That's so, true.
1: We had chicken nachos, fried chicken tenders, Wisconsin fried cheese curds fried mac and cheese, carnivore pizza, and I had many flights of beer. <laughs> Karen, what were your and, thoughts? And, well, oh. and
2: you, you missed one. What a mess. A coconut shrimp. That was the one thing I wanted. <laughs> the one thing I asked for you didn't put on here. <laughs>
1: <coughs> and coconut shrimp.
2: <laughs> Thank you. And oh, by the way, the chicken nachos, that will feed six people.
1: Yeah, oh, it's a beast. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're... they're the chicken tenders are lightly fried, which is something that I am always a big fan of. I don't like the real heavily breaded ones. I like to be able to taste the actual chicken, and uh, um, so those were really good. I thought the cheese curds. I'm like Wisconsin cheese fr- fried cheese curds in general are always like hit or miss, like I, and I don't know why. Like well,
2: you always number one, they always got to be hot,
1: and you got to eat them quick, right? Because th- they're only gonna be kind of gooey for a short period of time but they're good for, oh, we'll take them home because fucking super, e- throw them in the microwave it's super easy. Uh, they're better in the oven Whatever, but yeah. Uh, the fried but the mac-
2: fried mac and cheese you really like and you are super picky.
1: I normally hate fried mac and cheese because it's always like, just noodles. Uh, like the
2: cheese has been completely dried it's been, it's out been, and been, off yeah, of and it. These yeah. were
1: gooey. I've never had anything like that before it, when it comes to fried mac and cheese but it was awesome. And the carnivore pizza was not only good; it was amazing the next day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Again, the the whole three to six you know aspect of it works really well for us right now with your work schedule and everything else. So um, it was a great way to kind of head down there and we and we lounged for forever. The wait staff was really nice. Yeah. You know, we were just we we grabbed of, the booth in the bar and yeah. you know had a good time.
1: All right. So why don't you tell us about uh, the next thing we
2: did? Yeah, this one was more up my alley. Um, We did go visit Triple George Grill uh, at Downtown Grand for their happy hour. It is Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's not an hour. That's eight hours. That's a whole work shift. And basically it is. Happy day. It is happy day. It's half off all appetizers excluding the seafood platter and oysters. But it's important to note this is half off appetizers on both their lunch menu and their dinner menu because they've got two different ones. Right. So it worked out perfectly because what we had, Mark ordered from the, from the lunch, lunch menu, menu yeah. the coconut shrimp, which he got hooked on because I ordered it at House and he was like, hey, this is actually good. Right. And then we got the 3G house cut fries, which are three different flavors. They're seasoned. You have the the Cajun fries, you have a truffle Parmesan, and you have just the regular fries, and they come with three different dipping sauces. And then I got from the dinner appetizer menu the beef carpaccio and the baked goat cheese marinara. Now, they also offer a bartender's drink special, and I think, is it half-off beers? There's Uh, something else with the the beers. So, like, the the bartender's drink, and then there's, you know, another thing with, which you should have put that on here, but you didn't. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but the food was incredible. I mean, it, it, it was really, good. really I was. Wanna go back. Yeah, I was just in heaven with my carpaccio and my and big they Got a and,
1: great mural at the back of the building. Such a great
2: mural. Oh yeah, the photos. Well, they have photos up all over the place. But yeah, so it was. Yeah. The food was great. We just sat at the bar and ate. Um, I love if you've never been in there, Tony. Have you been there?
0: I have a couple times.
2: Okay, I love the little booths that they have on the when you walk into the left that yep. are kind of like you know the little cutouts and they've got the wood. The, uh, those were just so super cute. So um, I can't wait to go back and actually have like a steak or something there because the food was really good.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I, everything I've ever had has been wonderful. I do have a couple questions, clarification questions, as it relates to both the happy hour at Yard House as well as at Triple George. Did you have to sit at the bar to be able to get? those happy hour specials?
2: Nope. Nope. Oh, okay. You can That's impressive. get them wherever and the happy hour is the happy hour. We
1: always just do it because we feel like like the people at the bar are more attentive for how we are. We just kind of sure. dive in. We want to immediately be sat. And then get our food, and then I want to pay you and get the fuck out when I'm done. I don't want to have to wait for someone to come around, so that's why we always yeah.
2: That, that's Mark. So, so yeah, you know. if I'm going out to eat with Mark, I have to adapt to his <laughs> his way. Of
1: doing Karen's things. a liar. This is all her thing.
2: No, no, it isn't. <laughs> the happy hour and the little like taste of food and stuff totally me. Yeah, yeah. And then next,
1: we finally tried Frankie's Tiki Room. Karen, what did you think of Frankie's Tiki Room? Tiny. I was. I felt claustrophobic.
2: It. It. it like. Literally, if that place can seat twenty-five people, I'm shocked. Yeah, Um,
1: adorable. Absolutely adorable. Dark. Oh, super dark, man. We.
2: It was a bright, sunny day, and we walked in, and we're just standing at the door, and I'm like, I cannot see anything in front of me. (laughs) Yeah, it
1: took a minute for your eyes to adjust. Like, what's going on? I don't know where we're at.
2: And it's very, it's very. uh, The ceilings are low. It's very, I guess some people would say cozy. Some would say claustrophobic.
1: Yeah, I, I would say it's not much larger than my garage.
2: Oh, not much. Wow. <laughs> no, it, it's Tony. I'm not like I said, it, I don't think it seats more than 25 people. Yeah, it is tiny, 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 tiny. It's tiny, cute. Tiny.
1: I, I don't remember what I drank, it wasn't really memorable. Yeah,
2: they had a couple of specialty drinks on the cocktail. And what, what was funny was because a lot of the drinks are rum based, right? Which, which, you don't which like. I don't like. Yeah. And so I found one that was tequila based, and unbeknownst to us, the bartender set them down in front of us backwards. Which didn't oh, make geez. any sense to me. But no, but here's the funny thing. I couldn't tell that both, I was yeah, drinking b- rum.
1: Both of us drank it the whole time yeah. and I was like, And the this bartender is really came back and he's
2: like, Oh, you switched drinks. And I'm like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Well, you've got his with the rum, because I told him I didn't like rum, so that he knew that the, the tequila one was the one that I wanted. And he was like, Oh, you guys switched drinks? And we're like, uh, what? Yeah, so it didn't even couldn't even tell. Very fruity. You know, cocktaily, all kinds of stuff. They do have a ton of souvenir tiki gla- uh, tiki mugs cute. that you can buy that are really and adorable. some
1: sweet. I almost bought a shirt. I was so close to buying a shirt. It, it looks like the kind of vintage shirts that I get all the time at the Neon Boneyard. Right, they're just super cute. But I'm like, hey, this feels forced. Like I give, like Frankie's Tiki Room. Like, oh, you like that place?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, but then it, it ended up, you know, being a, a fun little excursion because we we, sat, we ended up finding two seats together at the bar.
1: And that's because the bar is the only place that was lit up, like, going, go to the light, go to go the light. Go to the light, pretty much,
2: because you could you could not see anything anywhere. I mean, it's really, really, like, really it, dark. And it would have been really
1: uncomfortable if we tried to go where you thought there were seats, because they were packed. Like, you would have been standing there, waiting for your eyes to adjust and realize, I'm standing in front of all these people. <laughs> right,
2: they're all looking at you like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> So we we ended up finding two seats at the end of the bar. So there's video poker there. So we're like, okay, fine. We'll, you know, put in 20 bucks or whatever. And uh, somebody hit like four twos with a kicker.
1: Yeah. I got, I I won 200 bucks playing video poker there. Because one of the (laughs) things we like to do when we go to these little places, like, give him some max bet. I mean, fuck it. You know, what are we going to do? It's We're having a good time. I'll throw 20 bucks in. Boom, 200. I'm like. All right, we can go now. <laughs> like this. This worked out well. <laughs> but that even that um, that parking lot is possibly more claustrophobic oh than the actual place. Like it's the whole thing is just too
2: It is so tiny, the whole yeah. It's it's
1: like the bar equivalent of an MRI. The bar and parking
0: lot equivalent <laughs> of an MRI. <laughs>
2: I don't know if it's that bad. <laughs> I,
0: I thought it was that bad. <laughs> that is excellent because my mind's eye exactly knows what that parking lot must look like now. Yeah, <laughs> that was, a, that was an excellent description. Well, the funny
2: thing is, is so so you turn into the parking lot and the cars are all parked an as if you're you're an angle coming in, right? So somehow you've got to get out. Yeah, and you can't
1: back into fucking traffic. No, so.
2: because so, it's on a, a six-lane road, so you, you know you. But what you have to do is is drive forward, and there's hopefully an empty spot behind the building that you can kind of do a big circle. <laughs> maybe it's like, 16 point maybe turn, a, exactly. <laughs> trying to get out. Don't hit the dumpster because that's in the back corner of the lot. And I don't know. Oh my God, how the hell did they get the trash out of there?
1: I don't know. I don't know. It was it was. Cla- I, I think it was adorable.
2: It was it was cute. Yeah. But
1: um, yeah. The, it
2: definitely kitsch.
1: Oh, yeah, but it uh, is I mean, the fun part. Yeah,
2: definitely kitsch on the inside.
1: But um, yeah, I don't, I don't need to return. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie.
2: <laughs> and so then, lastly, and this, this just happened yesterday, I had a chance to go with Alistair and try out Roy Choi's new restaurant at Park MGM. The, the name is Best Friend, which we've talked about before, and it seems a little weird. But you do walk into what is actually a functioning bar. So you walk in and it looks kind of like a carnival sort of movie theater sort it's, of
1: thing. Yeah, It's supposed to be like a convenience store or a grocery store or something like that. That's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to be a I'd have false to go, front.
2: It, it, well, it is. Yeah. Um, but it is a functioning bar. So there is a long bar kind of set up. Not long, but there's a bar set up. Around, yeah. The wall is just packed with alcohol and liquors. Nice. Um, and so when we got there, because it had just opened, we, we had an early seating at 5 o'clock. There wasn't anybody in. But when we walked out, the bar was packed. There were people sitting you know, and having drinks and all kinds of stuff. So it is actually a functioning bar on the outside where you could go and wait before your reservation. But then the... the hostess that seats you is in almost like a I guess it maybe it is like a convenience store glass window, you know how they're behind the counter and sometimes so but then you go through what looks like loading dock plastic, you know, those plastic sheets that hang from the that you kinda push through that are bright red. So you go through like, like two like of a those. <laughs> No, it's it's like the industrial loading dock plastic that hangs down or in front of a cooler or something. You know, they have yeah. the plastic that hangs, only it's red. And so you go through two of those and it opens up into a space that has no ceiling, Best Buy-esque that they're taking out of SLS, hmm. but has a ton of hanging plants. And it has a very 90s retro vibe. So all of the waiters are in tracksuits, <laughs> like red and green tracksuits with the white stripes down the side. And the um, bussers have on like longboard khaki shorts, a white T-shirt, and like a—I um, always want to call it an LLJ hat. A um, LL
1: cool J hat, and an LLJ. An hat LL cool just, J hat, just yeah. By
2: just LLJ. <laughs> LL cool J hat. The is it the, the kangle? Yeah, they all have red ones of those on. <laughs> um, so it's you know just kind of a laid back, cool, funky early '90s hip hop sort of vibe thing all on right, the inside. All right. Okay. But. Uh, Great place to go with a lot of people because they have a lot of small plates. So basically what they did with this restaurant, they took the most popular and successful items from all of Roy Choi's other restaurants and brought them here. Aren't
1: they all food trucks?
2: He has food trucks, but he has several other restaurants restaurants. as well. But then they tweaked them all a little bit to make them specifically Vegas. Mm -hmm. I've never had Korean barbecue before, which is what he's known for. Mm very spicy food, but spicy in a good way. Like, you take a bite, and then you're like, oh, it's delicious, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, here it comes. Like, you feel the heat coming in. So so we had, first off, we had an incredible waiter. His name tag, he told us his name was Corey, but his name was Gentleman Gaga, because, you know, Lady Gaga is there and playing. Oh, which I have a funny story about that, too. So we ended up ordering what they called Big E from the OC, which is kimchi fried rice little balls. We got, um, oh, they were so good an uni dynamite rice, which was a a bowl with rice that had, like, the spicy sriracha mayo on it and then uni on top. We got their barbecued shrimp. We got their kogi short rib tacos, which is what he's known for. That's kind of where he started on one of his food trucks were these short rib tacos. They were killer. And then, because I had a chance to meet the chef because he was actually there and I totally geeked out and had a girl moment, he was so laid back. But so here's the thing. So he walked in and he was in a, just a, you know, jacket and hanging out and whatever and kind of looking around. And he disappeared for a second. came come back and he's, he's dressed to work in the kitchen. And I was talking to the surfer about it. And he's like, yeah, he just pops in and, you know, he'll, he'll work whatever station. It doesn't matter. Then, you know, just jumps in and does everything. So he was back there working and then he came out and was kind of chatting with us and posed for a picture. And then I felt, I was so excited. Our server came over as we were done and he's like, well, you have to save room for dessert because Chef is sending you one. And I was like, What? So we got a free dessert. And it was so cool. It was this strawberry cheesecake. And if you look at the pictures I posted online, the cheesecake looks like a strawberry. Like, it's got this oh, wow. this red or pink coloring on the outside. And it's kind of swirling. It's got, like, two little mint leaves on top. So it looks like a little strawberry. And it was a strawberry gelato and then a strawberry um, cream with it. It was so good. Everything was fantastic. The food was delicious. The service. So everything, depending what you order, they tell you. It, it's just going to come out. Whenever it's ready, food just comes out. And... You know, they have small plates that you can share. They do have some bigger bowls that are for, like, parties of six or more for you guys, you know, for people to share and all that. But the food was incredibly delicious. The wait staff knew what they were talking about. They knew what the food were. It was just a fun—it was delicious. So it's definitely on my recommend for people to come in and try. But at least now, because I know it's only been open, like, three weeks, you need a reservation because literally they were sold out on a Thursday night.
0: Hmm. That's wild. Yeah. So Good for them.
2: But yeah, so, you know, best friend, Roy Choi's new restaurant in Vegas. Highly recommend what it. What was your Lady Gaga story? Oh, the table next to us. So, so Lady Gaga was playing that night. Yeah. And you started noticing in the casino some very interesting looking people. <laughs> so all of her little monsters apparently get dressed up to go to her shows. That seems to be
1: a common thing with a lot of people in concerts today.
2: Well, so the table next to us, probably eight people. It was a big a big group of folks but there were three guys who had beards and they decided to glitter their beards (laughs) so literally there was one guy with a red glitter beard one with a gold glitter one with a silver glitter and I tried to get a picture but they were too far away it's just like Holy shit. Like I've never seen that before. But, yeah, it was funny because then after we had, we were eating, we went back and sat at Juniper, I think, and had a drink. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of by the queuing line of where people get in. So we're just sitting there watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my good Lord. People go all out for this. Like- we saw that for the
1: – they had a Taylor Swift thing on um- – Netflix and they had the same thing with people dressing up for all kinds of shit. Like,
2: what are you guys doing? Uh, not, not, but, but, not like this. But this, these are Lady Gaga's little well, monsters. It's Gaga.
1: So yeah, right. Well,
2: that's what I mean. It, it was an entertainment just watching the people go <laughs> into the show. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah.
1: There you go. I thought Thanks. the food looked terrifying.
2: Oh my God, it's, it's so good.
1: I, I tried. I tried. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll go. And I'm all like, oh, this seems like you're trying to kill me. Like, I don't know. I like. I, I. They had white
2: rice in a bowl you could
1: get. She said that. I want to slap her face. What you she say? <laughs> <laughs> like, going, yeah, let's go to a Korean barbecue place. What do you want? White rice. Soy sauce. <laughs> that's it. I saw
2: somebody order it. <laughs> I think you would have liked, actually, the, the, the kimchi um, rice balls, basically. It, it's like a little fried croquette with... Uh, Kimchi is actually a really good flavor. It's like a spicy, forget yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I can't think of the word right you now. Know,
1: I, it would have to be like Chipotle. It'd have to be like, i got to watch you do it. Like, I'll have that and that <laughs> and that.
2: Yeah. None of
1: that. No, no, none of that.
2: <laughs> actually, the kitchen was open, so you probably could go watch I'm and watch make it. Watch all
0: of them. No, no, not on that one. Order 46, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be awesome. You're staying there, man. Wait, is that one for mine? Is that mine? Wait, are you planning on putting that on mine? <laughs> I don't want that. You're not going to put that on mine, are you?
2: No, 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 that one doesn't go there. It doesn't go there.
0: <laughs> no, that sounds that sounds like a really neat place. Particularly when you've got someone like Alistair where you guys can go, you can meet up with them, you can order your stuff, and if there's anything left over, yeah. you benefit from it. Which so like,
2: he made, he made sure there wasn't. He finished <laughs> everything off. I thought I was gonna have some to, to bring home, but yeah, no, he 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 totally clean the plate which is fine i mean the food was delicious it was so sure. good but yeah it no. Good. normally I, i'm all up for that we can order yeah let's order some more i could just take it home but this one we were both pleasantly full with the choices we had and then you know dessert on top of it was just awesome so it, it it's great and i'm not just gushing because i got a free dessert or because it's Roy choy and i got to meet him
0: you are rambling though
2: <laughs>
0: well i guess that's gonna do it then for episode number 289 Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates like Amazon.com, Earth Limos, or just make a PayPal donation. You can also buy merchandise from our store. That's Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas or help others find the show by reviewing us on itunes if you'd like to send some feedback written or audio you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com and if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show well we do have those instructions on the website you can do that at the blog's main page
1: tony where can folks find you
0: i am at 360 vegas tony
1: and karen i'm at karen mark we just told you where you can find me so till next time